Hey, Jason from Tentacle Trainers here. Ever thought of making your own podcast? Well, you can with Anchor. The show you're listening to right now is recorded, edited, and distributed out to Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and many more using Anchor. Get in your creative zone and make money doing it. You heard right. Make that hot pod cash with your podcast. Also, it's free. All this podcasting power can be yours by simply downloading the Anchor app today. Welcome to Tentacle Trainers. I'm Grant. No, I'm Jason. Um, well, guys, uh, we had our first fight. Uh, you know, uh, a little bit of the 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 D word was thrown around, you know. But I I think we're gonna go strong with co-host counseling because, like, you know, like I said earlier. Um, Jason, you know, our grandparents' co-hosts didn't last, or they, they, they lasted because they fixed things, they didn't throw them away, so, you know, we're going to work on this podcast, but, uh, yeah, no, I was thinking um, for today's topic, we kind of walked them through what led us to um, the Flashpoint. For the record, this was your fault, and... Uh... <clears throat> Well, a lot led to Flashpoint, but not with us. What led to what led to us and our uh uh what what what's Jada Pinkett using now? Um, uh, entanglement uh, is her word. <laughs> our entanglement here was uh I brought up something I didn't like about today's topic within it, and uh this this this, it, it, this fucking guy. <laughs> this fucking guy over here he, he he has the nerve to stand up for something he believed <laughs> and i said fuck you grant but get to that so well yeah but i guess we we have to we'd have to start off at flashpoint but yeah. what, what for, first grant we, we've been talking about flashpoint already mentioned it like four times what are we talking about today um we're talking about how we felt about the new 52 dc comics um I don't know about you, but um, as a 90s kid, like, I grew up on a lot more DC, like, animation than I did, like, physical comics. It wasn't until I was a lot older that I got into comics. Most of the time, I watched, like, all the shows. And so, like, New 52 was, like, super convenient. They were, like, doing their franchise reboot or whatever where they like rebooted everybody's storyline and like reformed the justice league and like everybody kind of got a little bit of a refresh everybody's story was like kind of like what you remember maybe a little bit different and like i don't know it was a good jumping off point for me so uh yeah my my history as a kid for what i knew about the dc university even marvel for that was all the cartoons you know, the Batman animated series was my Batman lore along with, you know, the 89 Batman and, uh, excuse me, and some, you know, reruns of the 66 just for fun. But the lore, like the real story of, you know, the orphan kid and everything, that a lot came from the animated series for me. And the comics, every now I pick them up, but as a kid, I didn't understand why I'd pick one up. And then, like, why is this only a piece of a story? And then come in, you know, three months later when my mom said, yeah, we'll go to the bookstore and like, well, it says number. Why? Oh, wait, how, what, what happened in between? What happened here? I lost. And it wasn't right. it. And, and then I would get, you know, a single volume of something. It was a thicker than usual comic book. 
And it was just a one-off, one big story. But then I learned about, oh, there's also trades. There's these, they let them out in certain volumes. So you don't have to go buy all the issues. Because by this time, before the new 52 hit, I had just issues in a massive long box. I say long box, but it was huge, tons of shit from even back in the 90s image days, which that image is a whole other fucking animal of podcast we'll have to do one day. Mm-hmm. But I finally decided I need to stop doing singles. I'll wait the year or however long it takes them and just buy the fucking trades. And it was really the new 52 was the first one of trades that I like. I have to go get the new one every time it comes out, especially these Batman ones from uh, uh, Snyder and Capullo. And then also also Grant Morrison's run, which survived the original 52. But we'll get into that. Yeah. No. I mean, first off, let me just pause and say – because this could be like when when you were a kid and all the like I'm I'm using him as an end point but I don't expect him to be your favorite with Clooney being the end point growing up who was your favorite um t- uh movie batman of uh of the 3 that we got yeah at that time of uh Keaton Keaton yeah, See, oh, sorry, I was four because he did it twice. But there were right. four Batman films to three Batman. But yeah, yeah, Keaton, dude, for for real, over over Kilmer and Clooney. Like I, yeah. if you had to give me Clooney or Kilmer, I would go Kilmer. <laughs> you know, that's the thing is, like I, like I liked the Keaton ones, but I really liked the Val Kilmer one. I think, even though apparently they they didn't get along on set, like the the slapstick dynamic between Two-Face and Riddler, like, I enjoyed that. Now, I do realize in hindsight, it's like, oh, those are different characters. Like, I feel like Riddler's being a little more Joker-ish than he should be, which would be cool if, like, because I feel like Jim Carrey would make a cool Joker. But, like, the... I, as a kid, I enjoyed that. I thought that was very funny. Um, oh, same here. Yeah, as a kid. But then looking back, you watch it yeah. like, oh, also, man. In, in retrospect, I, I think Nicole Kidman. It's Nicole Kidman, right? Yeah. I think she may have also had a, a little bit to do with that. Um, Dr. Chase Meridian. Yeah. I, she gives him some sort of like doll for some reason and like a dream catcher. And she's like, here. Take this, and now <laughs> you're cured. You're cured. It's like I thought you were a therapist. Oh, I'm a witch doctor as well. <laughs> Though that being said, I mean shoving pills on people either. I mean, like it's not Wait, the craziest on. thing. <laughs> Wait, all right, hold on. Right, is this the Batman Forever podcast or the New Fifty Two podcast? You know, I wanted to just make a side segue just because, like, you know, because of our, like, you know, our age is close enough to, like, have, like, the same set of three Batmans as, like, our t- our movie Batmans growing up. Mm-hmm. But I was curious which one, like, growing up, you're like, it was your favorite. Um, oh, yeah. But I saw us going down a forever path that we would yeah. have been on a forever podcast, which is a whole other episode. We're already got other episodes planned, and these are going to be in the future, but we need to get to today's. Right. We have to see get to the flashpoint. See, we don't have to break up, man. Like, no, we we're not. No, 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 no. You stop right now. You stop that right now. I'm not gonna deal with that from you. Uh, I even dropped all my shit. I picked it up on mic. <laughs> I got so fucking mad. I kicked my desk and <laughs> knocked over shit into the mic. <laughs> but no, no. When we get to it, we just wait. But anyway, yes. It, so. For quick reference, it we are going. We're not covering it, but from DC's fifty-two, the books that survived the fifty-two were, in my my recollection, the Grant Morrison's Batman run and Flashpoint, which began the new fifty-two. Right? Uh, yeah. Um, I think like the new fifty-two is the at the end of Fla- the solution of Flashpoint when Flash kind of puts everything back together. Um, the new 52 is the resulting universe just because something about like, it's not when he broke time, quote unquote, 
like you can't quite fix it like the cracks will always be there and so there will always be differences and mm -hmm. so like i think the if memory serves me right i think the new fi the flashpoint ends with the subtle flash has his new 52 costume instead of his pre new 52 costume and batman mm -hmm. is a similar deal i think um it's one of those like slight things where it's like in this universe, like, you know, things are going to be, I mean, it's kind of like his costume. Like, I mean, it's essentially the same flash costume, but like, it's a little bit different, like, you know, cause it had all the different like bolts and shit all over the place. Yeah. It's like they've been doing on the TV show every season. They've been changing up the costume. Like they take the chin strap off. They had it back on. It's a darker red in the beginning. As the season goes, series goes on, it gets brighter red and there's more zigzagging lightning and shit all over him. It's getting fancier, more flashy, like kind of showing the confidence of like, yeah, I'm the flash. <laughs> exactly. Although I will say they de definitely did. Um, the, the flair that they add is definitely like, like it's like speed force essence lines. So they're like mm -hmm. shiny, like, you know, he's like a super saiyan, but like the flash. So, but flash flash point is our setting off point for, 52 or the new 52 where dc goes and start revamps its entire comic book line uh in 2011 all the way to 2016 they change their publishing format they make digital and print available the same day all kinds of shit but everybody's starting all over from scratch i think the only things they really kept was like uh was it uh, action and detective comics so let them keep their original run numbers um i don't know about the run numbers i know storyline wise green lantern and all of those storylines those all kept the same like everything that happened with uh brightest day and blackest night um mm -hmm. it all happened um and so like uh it picks up at the end of um I think the last thing that was going on with the lanterns before this was um, the end of Blackest Night. I'm trying to remember when Hal Jordan gives up his Green Lantern ring because at the beginning of um, the New Fifty Two, he doesn't have his ring anymore. Like they took mm -hmm. it away from him. They're like, okay, like you saved the day, but like you know, you made a lot of fuck ups along the way. So like, um, we're gonna need your proverbial space badge. You see, with the with Green Lantern, I I never knew much about it until they started that summer. You know, is it during the fifty two where they let out all the different colors uh, across uh, everything? Yeah, yeah. I read the Sinestro Core War, and I didn't think I read anything else until they released the giant book of just uh Blackest Night. Yeah, I think I had um, I ha I have them all digitally. But I think I have the physical of Brightest Day, where they're all looking, where they're all trying to hunt down all the, um, the totem, like, beings of each, like, um, god damn it, I, I'm, what do you call a variance of light? I'm a little stoned, and so I wanted to say straight <laughs> light, and that's not um, how wild guess. Spectrum. Fractals? Spectrum. Spectrum. I'm all fractals. No, you know, you were closer than I was with fucking strain. Um, but anyway, um, where they have to find all the, like, totem creatures for each spectrum of light. So, like, um, and some of them are dicks. Um, but, uh... Gotcha. Huh. Yeah. Um, I kind of lost where my train of thought was going here. Um, that would be my fault. Don't worry. <laughs> but, uh, you know Sorry, what? <laughs> but no worry. It, it I, was a visual fault. It's okay. I caught it. And um, I remember they, like, some of them are dicks, like the butcher, who's like the rage um, totem creature. And it's just a, like, angry bull that, like, you know, is just like every other Red Lantern, um, puke and red, um, oh, what do they call it, napalm all over the place? 
Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what red lanterns do. Yeah, uh, the rage lanterns. But then it takes over a person, and then the dude gets like horns and he turns into this like super like it's actually pretty dope. Um But uh and then some of them are like nice, but like I remember thinking that one was really cool. Um, because I was like, oh my god, like each there's not only a different spectrum for each emotion. They 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 also get their like giant like dope creature like it's not just like the bad guy from Fear who was like um Parallax or whatever. Uh, so I thought that was dope. Um, yeah, I knew nothing about fucking Parallax until I read the Sinestro Core War and then Blackest Night, and I was like, who the fuck is this monster? Right. Well, it actually was a really clever, like, way that they explained a lot of the old, like, issues with Green Lantern. Like, so, and I don't know if this was done on purpose because they knew they were leading up to this or if this just kind of happened, but, like, Hal Jordan, as they drew him, like, he was getting white hair. Like, his hair was graying, like, really intensely, like, around, like, almost Reed Richards style. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, they explained, like, it's because he was possessed by Parallax and he didn't know it. Um, They also explained that, like, Parallax was trapped inside the Green Lantern Corps' like, main battery. And that's why Green Lantern, pre this story, had the weakness of it couldn't be used on yellow. That's how they explained that stupid-ass weakness. It's because Parallax has been in the main Guardian's, like, you know, battery battery and so mm-hmm. the color or the green lantern rings just don't work on yellow shit um i feel like they have a dope thing where like you know just like any other movie where it's just like they fix it and it's like yo like the bad guys who are like yo i've got yellow shit and i'm about to fuck your day up and they're like yo that shit don't work anymore like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um <clears throat> excuse me um no, like I, I'm, I'm, I get so confused. I was looking up stuff on it. Like it read, we're talking like we keep bringing up Flashpoint. That was a lead into New Fifty Two, but uh, did you ever read Final Crisis? Um, which one is Final Crisis? Final Crisis was a, uh, from what I understand, it was a weekly r- rundown of DC Universe number zero of fifty one issues leading up to a big final conclusion where uh, the Dark Side was trying to take over all reality. You know, I've never, I don't think I've ever read that one, um, but I did read Dark Knight's Metal, which kind of keeps you up, catches you up on that storyline, because that's the one where Batman shoots um, Darkseid, and then Darkseid kills Batman, and it's supposed to be... Spoiler. Sorry. Sorry. Are you? Are you? Well, because the thing is, like, that's, like, the first part of a, like, four-part spoiler. Like... (laughs) <laughs> so like you know you, I, I peeled one layer of the onion for you and I do apologize with that nobody wants someone else's half peeled onion but like there are other layers for you to dissect I didn't spoil her too much but yeah okay so that was the one um, well going back to I, I think I talked about said something about it earlier about uh, Grant Morrison's Batman being the only thing that really survived because it bled into the new 52 <laughs> was he had like I think like Batman R.I.P. and a couple other books and then upon batman dying quote unquote that's where you got the and i would really love to have seen more of this team up dick grayson batman and damian wayne robin mm. oh, side, side question thoughts on damian wayne i love damian wayne just because like it's a little shit <laughs> a little shit but the, here's the thing is like from all the stories that you hear about bruce for all the like you know that like this is like, you know, having the different Robins that were kind of a pain in the ass, like, that's one thing for, like, Batman to kind of get, like, you know, his own, like, medicine as far as, like, Alfred's concerned. But, like, I do feel like um, Damien, because he's so much like Bruce, like, he's just as smart and calculating, but, like, he's also a child. And he also, like... And I don't know where this is coming from, probably from just being a teenager. He does have, like, a little bit where he does crave to fit in. But, like, he's too much of a badass to pretend like he does. But he's 13. 
So like, well, well he's a dick, dude. Okay. I mean, when he in that issue, he first brings him over. He's trying to be nice to Damien, and he's in this big mansion. So pretty much you can have almost anything. The kid starts being a dick. It starts, oh, I want a computer and all this shit. It starts yelling. And then Batman Bart Bruce just gets in his face and he's like, you will listen and learn discipline and all this shit. And as he's walking out, you see him just in like the kid looking down in fear like, yes, father. <laughs> I will become a bird. <laughs> yeah. No, like – um. And it's funny because, like, I've read the comics where, like, Damien's introduced, but, like, most of it has been from watching the DC animated universes, like, um, movies. And the whole interaction with him is so funny because, like, um, I don't don't know how much of spoilers, but it's a scene from the movie. So, like, you know, if it's spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Okay. like, there's a scene where, like, Batman has Damien, like, living in his house, and, like, he goes off to be Batman because he's Batman and that's what he does. And Damien's like, mm. I'm going out and doing shit. And, like, he's like, No, you're not. And, like, so he dresses up like a ninja, as Damien is to do, and, like, goes out to, like, try and fight criminals or, like, get some sort of bad guy. And he ends up running into Nightwing and like yes, I and Nightwing get into it and the next scene is him tied up and Nightwing is like he's win he's won but he is cut to bits <laughs> like you know Damien Damien has a fucking sword. He's all fucked up, yeah. Speaking, like, of da- speaking of Damien, like what do you think of the hood? You think the hood's a good idea? You know what? I think it is not be, not because it's something that I think is cool, but I think it's because, like, kids that are literally Damien's age would think that's cool. Like Visually, it's cool. Uh, uh, probably not so much for crime fighting. Uh, blind spots. <laughs> yeah, blind spots, but, like, it adds – it's really not that different from, like, his – like, if he were doing his um, League of Shadows shit where he had, like, the ninja outfit – like it's almost the same hood as like he would have for that. So like this is true. I think they're just trying to be like just like the fact that like yo Robin did not used to use a sword before recent days and now Robin uses a sword. Yeah, <laughs> the closest thing he had before that was um uh he had the electric uh, sticks. The no, no that uh, that was Nightwing. No, the third Robin because Dick Grayson, Jason Todd and then there was um oh what's his name uh tim drake tim drake yeah tim drake had a staff right yeah tim drake had a staff at, at some point he broke out the staff yeah cuz he was the and red then, robin yeah he he would graduate to red robin and then damian would finally take over yeah i feel like damian's going to be how old are these children when bruce finds <laughs> Dude, not very old. Hey like, Bruce, how old are you? <laughs> yeah, um, and it's because it comes out in the first couple of pages. But uh, I'm reading um, what is it? The Batman Gotham's White Knight or whatever mm-hmm. with the like sane Joker and like you know an insane Batman. Like, okay, again for this next part for the conversation. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Turns out, turns out to the city of Gotham, the tax paper, the taxpayers of Gotham, Batman cost three fucking billion dollars a year dealing with the damage caused by Batman's bullshit. <laughs> like, I mean, I know it's partly the villains that he's like fighting, but like. Yeah, it's like you're gonna argue the guy who like saved the city from a nerve toxin or some crazy shit or being turned into plant monsters or whatever this week, and like it's his fault that he had to take measures to stop the villains from destroying the city. Fuck you. Yeah. Well, and then they do point out that like when he when Batman does his usual thing where he takes them away from the big city to like you know take them to like fight them in a different area. Um, apparently Batman is going to the poor neighborhoods and it's like, 
Batman, you're only using the poor neighborhoods as collateral in these big fights. You know, I'm tired of that. I'm tired of everybody getting mad in movies and comics. So like cities are being destroyed every time all these heroes need to be accountable. It's like, yeah, we get the accountability, but it's a fucking comic book or a comic book movie. It's like, I want to see, you know, I'm going to say something controversial. You ready? We're we're going to like... We're going to lose all the followers and listeners we don't have currently. That's very <laughs> but, true. <laughs> so I don't care where we're going to go. We can only go negative from here and we'll do it. And I'm going to take us there right now. Are you ready for this? I'm going to say it. Same. I like Man of Steel. Man of Steel? Yep. Zack Snyder's Man of Steel. And I think fucking Henry Cavill is a great fucking Superman. I said it. Y'all can eat my ass. <laughs> I, I said it. <laughs> you know what? Can I, can I also say I'm a double Please damn. Henry Cavill is my Superman. Like, is that your Superman crush? (laughs) No, 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 no. Like, you know, like Christopher Reeves, like those Superman, like the old Superman movies are fantastic. Yeah, it's what we grew up on. Yeah. But like, as far as like the Superman is like, you know, my, my movie canon of Superman, like, yo, it's Henry Cavill. Like also dude, I always enjoy because, like, sometimes I feel bad, like, when actors like don't like the movies that like I enjoy them in, like, like the fact that the dude who played um the um uh Obi Wan Kenobi um hated Star Wars. Like, oh, Alec Guinness! The fact that he hated Star Wars, like, I get it, and I like totally respect his standing. That being said, it, it makes me a little sad inside. That being, but like Henry Cavill. Like he loves being Superman. Like, yeah. Like he enjoys that shit. Like, and he's a fan too. Like he's like not even. So like, and I thought those movies went there. I had some like qualms that are like, but I'm also like, who am I to split here? Like, you start dissecting Transformers, and that movie gets a lot less fun too. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Every. Every movie that's based on something we love, a comic book, a toy, video game, we're always going to go in with impress the fuck out of me. And we got, and, and if you don't go in understanding, yeah, they have to adapt some things. I get it. But it just sucks. A lot of the things they adapted, they said, I have this great fucking idea and it's happening. And he went, that was the wrong idea to back. <laughs> Yeah. why did you why did you do that it's like i can understand an adaptation i i'm all for whatever you have to do to make something work but don't fucking just like what 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 like uh going man we went far left field of, of our of our original discussion but that's all right because i have a story now to tell you and i you may have heard this one the story uh, kevin smith has told it about talking to the producer of the superman movie uh, that he was writing. Have you heard the story? No, but it doesn't surprise me. That okay, okay. Yeah, let's hear. So, it. so the producer, I guess I forget the guy's name. You might have to look him up. He produced Batman, and he was going to produce uh, this. He oh, and he produced Wild Wild West. But the story was when they wanted to do a Superman Lives movie, and uh, I believe that's what it was titled. But they hired Kevin Smith and multi- uh, to come on as one of the people. So yeah, give us a script, see what you can do. And when he met with the guy, the guy was like, "Kevin, I love the script, but I have a couple changes on whatnot." He tells him flat out. He goes, "I don't want him to fly, <laughs> and also get rid of the cape. It's too his words faggy." What? Yes. yes. <laughs> it's like this. This is this dude's vision of what Superman. <laughs> Superman should be. Which Superman movie was this for? It was that. It was the one that never got made. They eventually got turned into the Nicolas Cage and Tim Burton movie. But this was pre that. What was it called? Superman Lives? I'm thinking his name was Peter Gruber. Peter Griffith? Peter Griffith? (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Doo, 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 doo. Oh, John Peters was the name of the producer. That's who it was. John Peters. Yeah, John Peters. Uh, he has, and also the crazy thing about him, 
if it's the same person, I my, this is how prepared I came today because I wasn't prepared for this. I was prepared for a whole other discussion. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, with with, uh, with John Peters, he didn't start. He got his job as a in Hollywood because he was Barbara Streisand's hair hair <laughs> stylist, and then somehow he got into like producing her movies, and then became like the guy makes hits and he started producing when he produced Batman and everyone was like, Hey, he's unstoppable. Give him more shit. Yo, he's married to Pamela Anderson right now. No. Yeah. I don't believe you. That that's what the Wikipedia says for John Peters. Um, let's see. Career Superman. Um, oh yeah. No. Here, it has the whole deal with um, an evening with Kevin Smith, where Kevin Smith tells the whole story. But hold on, I'm still stuck on the whole Pam Anderson. So wait, they married this year and separated this year? Wait. (laughs) They separated after 12 days. (laughs) I'm more interested in this story than what we were talking about. (laughs) Give me this. I need to read this. Uh, do, 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 do. What did do? On January twentieth, he married model actress Pam Anderson. The marriage certificate on this fifth on the, this fifth marriage was not filed, and they separated after twelve days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, what the dude? <laughs> the celebrity world of how they how they do the relationship has always fascinated me. Of like the yo yo, but. Yo, marriage like that. I mean, that's not a thing. Like you know, I mean, no judgment, but like twelve days. That seems like there was a lot of lack of forethought in this. To <laughs> oh my god! But oh, that, that's so funny. Celebrities blow my mind. But yeah, this dude, man. Like I said, even they even talk about him with Barbara Streisand on his little Wikipedia page. But yeah, this dude. Even wanted Superman to fight a giant spider. That was who he wanted the villain to be. And if you see John Peters' filmography, he would produce Wild Wild West later on, which had what in it? A giant spider. So that's what he wanted <laughs> Superman to fight. Yeah, he doesn't fly. Get rid of the faggy cape, his words. Uh, and uh, I wanted to fight a spider. I mean, like, because here's the thing with that. Apparently, like, I I think it is like a thing that Superman wasn't able to fly in the initial like um Superman like comics like he oh, was just, just leap tall buildings like he just jumped real real high um but at the same time like uh, the the cape thing no that's always been a thing also like I, I don't know. He, he needs the cape dude for yeah. me <laughs> he needs it just as much as Batman does like. Uh, I mean, they're they're capable without it. It gets torn off to shreds. That you know, it's it's fabric. It's gonna be gone at some point, burned, whatever. And yeah. they'll just replace it. But you gotta Bad have that in there. Grab them by it, the cape, and it's gonna like be a like issue. But like, they do need it. God damn it. Yeah, it's, especially <laughs> Batman because he flies, jumps off of shit. If his grappler isn't working, he's got you know, if he's got his Batman Returns cape, you know, it turns to a glider. <laughs> right. Or if like someone like shoots him with fire, like it can like. You know, protect him from that. Sometime. Oh, you mean like you mean like the one in Batman Forever? Yep. <laughs> How did I know? How did I know you were going to go back there? Oh, Mister Kilmer. <laughs> you know what? I tried. Tell, tell, tell me, Grant <laughs> Kilmer. <laughs> What's your favorite part of that movie, Grant Kilmer? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I. In the, that's fair. That's a fair judgment, <laughs> but I stand by it. That's a fair judgment, but I stand by it. <laughs> you were just you were just bringing it back to to fucking Batman Forever. You want to do the Batman Forever episode so bad? Yo, isn't <laughs> that the one that had Kiss from a Rose by fucking Seal? You're welcome, world, for that treasure. <laughs> it, it also had you two's uh, hold me, thrill me, kiss me, kill me. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's right. It did have that, didn't it? But hey, but hey, you know what? Uh. You know what Batman and Robin had? What? That uh, R. Kelly. Gotham City. <laughs> you know what? I think that's the part about that movie that they're like, I'm glad that people don't remember that R. Kelly, like, you know, 
Space Jam's got to live with that. Like, uh, you know, I was going to say, yeah, uh, got the Space Jam dilemma. <laughs> Yo, I will say Space Jam, the great thing, the reason Space Jam's a great movie is because, again, I think we both are the same. We are not sports people. We do, like, it, it just never, like, really was a thing I was that interested in. It's like, you know, I like running around and playing, but I don't know if I'd, like, actually want to play a sport. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. <laughs> that being said, Space Jam. I was just like, "Yo, I want to play basketball, man. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna play basketball, and I'm gonna be that guy that learns how to dunk." Yo, I hated. I hated when movies did that to me. <laughs> yeah, no, Sandlot does the same shit. Makes me want to go play <laughs> with the neighborhood kids that I already know that I don't necessarily get along with, and like you know, play a game of like you know baseball <laughs> yeah it was always like all the i i always was i hated movies where it was all these kids got together and hung out and did something it's like fuck i hate all my neighbors <laughs> dude right like <laughs> i remember doing shit with people but it's just like yo i had we had to coordinate have our parents coordinate this so that we could be at the same house and like you know but it was like my buddy who lived across town Cause that's how like, you know, Arizona cities are set up, set up. You just drive everywhere. So like, yeah, everybody was like rock walking home from school in uh, elementary school. Everybody just kind of like started as a group in the beginning. Cause we're all going the same direction, but Mm -hmm. then we split off into the streets and do whatever, go home and all that shit. Then, uh, by middle school, it was so far away. I had to ride the city bus and, uh, yeah, I was never around anybody. So I never really walked with people. Not that I can remember. Yeah, but yeah, fair enough. Back to Batman Forever. Yeah. Um, how did you hey, feel hey. about? <laughs> we veered back to the first veer. <laughs> I've learned I got to do this in steps. We got to go back. Okay, so back to where we were, <laughs> and then we'll work on our we'll we'll hitchhike back to what we were supposed to be talking about. <laughs> I feel like we were in like, you know, like on Isra in a skid. And then like when we came out of it, we were pointing the wrong direction and just kept like driving. <laughs> we just kept fishtailing. The only problem is the front of the vehicle is what's fishtailing <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> backwards. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Batman forever. Seal. Um, <laughs> Seal. A kiss from a rose. Um, what else was on that soundtrack besides those two songs? Besides... uh. You two and R. Kelly. I don't know. Or um, no, that was um, kiss. That was um, R. Kelly. Was sorry. Was the next movie? I meant uh, you yeah, two and uh, and Seal. Seal. Um, honestly, I don't remember. Um, I remember. Jimmy- I I did not have that soundtrack. All I had was the uh, the singles. <laughs> Because no. I remember I have I, – I think I still have it. It was the comic book adaptation of the uh, of the movie, and it came with the CD single of the U2 song. I, d- I don't remember that because I think it was too, too young, but I do remember the cards. Um, like – I or like – and I'm trying to remember if it was like Burger King or if it was like um, – you know, like something that they gave out at the movie theater, but I remember there like being ca- like cards and like you know one was like the cover, one was like you know Robin, one was like Batman, one was like um Two Face and Riddler and shit. Um, and I remember like thinking it was real good. I also feel like that version, like. The, the the Tim Burton Batman movies like version of the nineties. Like in my old age when I try to remember what the nineties were like, it's gonna blur and start thinking it's gonna like it was like that. <laughs> you mean the Schumacher movies? Yeah. Like Yeah, cause, yeah, because Tim Burton was like it looked like that old it looked like the golden age nineteen thirties because think about it, dude. If they had shot Batman the way people dressed in the eighties, they did a little bit, you know, with the big shoulder pads and stuff, but they kept the aesthetics that 1930s, forties look. Yeah, no, I do mean the, um, was it Schumacher who did, um, Schumacher Batman? did forever of Batman and Robin. Yeah. Okay. That's like the, cause I do remember like, um, 
Like I remember when like when they have like the kids trick or treating and shit. So it's just like, yeah, that that's totally what it was like back then. <laughs> like, yeah. Also, terrifyingly, did okay. So those kids go up and get candy and everything, and the next thing you know, Riddler and Two Face show up at the door and they have masks. Did they steal them from those kids? Did they assault the kids and take them? I like to think. I they don't did. remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember if it is the same mess, but it was told it would totally be something that this is going to be a commentary, dude. So we need a refresher on this. I, 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 yeah, I can smell it. It's a commentary. <laughs> I mean, uh, and maybe we can do one of those because, like, you know, when we do the rock one where we just like watch rock movies and like drink the tequila, if we do one with that, what are we going to eat? What, what goes with Batman? I don't know, but with the rock one, we're gonna be doing rock the rock on the rocks. Oh, Ooh. very nice, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm register, sure he- tra- register trademark tentacle trainers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I found the Batman Forever album. It had. Okay. Are, you, are you ready for the list? It had 14 tracks from U2, PJ Harvey, Brandy, Seal, Massive Attack, Eddie Reader, Maisie Star, The Offspring, Nick Cave, Method Man. Michael Hutchins, The Devlins, Sunny Day Real Estate, and The Flaming Lips. Dude, that's a solid throwback list of like people that would be on this. Every, a lot of people are going, who? <laughs> yeah. No, apparently, like, and this is actually, it looks like it was added because apparently he died recently. Joel Schumacher? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. He died recently, like a couple weeks back or so. You know, well, R.I.P. Yeah, he... Damn good director. You know, uh, Batman and Robin probably not his best show. I'll st- I'll still put Batman Forever over Batman and Robin, but Joel Schumacher has a lot of great movies under his belt, and you know, had fucking fucking great life. Yeah. Apparently, there's a Schumacher cut for Batman yes. Forever. I've heard that of it. I've never heard of this. Do you Just know recently- what it contains? It is apparently, I think it's it, it it completes the movie to a full two hours, and there's just some things in there that make a slightly it it the levity, you know how how it's funny and zany and it, it's very comic bookish, almost throwing back to the nineteen almost the sixty six Batman. There's a little more darker stuff peppered in there, so it's a balanced out from what I hear, uh, and what I hear, what I've read, it's just balancing out the dark and the light, so it's not just a big you know crazy gay colorful romp. That it is yeah no i do remember like it being like so insane like i and i don't know what uh altering like it definitely gave me a very re- strange initial idea of what gang members might be at such a young age of like <laughs> wait so they look like they're they glow they glow in the dark is that what bad guys do because like they're, they're all they're, wearing they're... that like rave like paint all over their fucking face and shit it's uh neon cinco de mayo yeah. <laughs> or no no dio de los muertos the day of the death. exactly like, veering off veering off oh uh, i sorry veering off i had to uh, go look at the soundtrack because we did the forever one i had to look up the batman and robin soundtrack okay hit me with it who we got it on? has a uh, there's 15 tracks Two of them are by the Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, then you get I and I had the single to the I had the single of that one of the Smashing Pumpkins, but I had this single as well. The Bone Thugs and Harmony, "Look Into My Eyes." I think I remember that song. Look into miles and tell me what it is, what it is. is. <laughs> I can hear it. Oh my god, I can hear it. But anyway, uh, going to the line, uh, Mr. Uh, Robert Kelly. Robert Kelly. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, Arc R Karna. I never heard of them. REM, Jewel, Goo Goo Dolls, Lauren Christie, Soul Coughing, uh, Maloko, Michelle Nidigiocello. Wow, I apologies to this person. I can't say your fucking name. Uh, Eric Benet. Uh, Elliot Goldenthal, who did the brand new Bat- Batman March, I believe he did the music for Forever as well. He did that the brand new March from the the uh, 
the original ones from the Burton films and then uh, Underworld. But yeah, these are yeah, that was uh, another that's a fucking 90s soundtrack. All right, because every superhero movie had to have an accompanied big group or a uh, big name soundtrack. Yeah. And by superhero movie, I mean, in th- for this like span of years, like, was there anything other than Batman, like before Blade, like brought back Marvel and like the Spider-Man movies started coming out? Like, I feel like well, Bat- Batman and Robin killed the the superhero movie for a minute and it was blade that revived it It was like okay we're gonna maybe give it a a, a second shot but i don't know what was in between blade and uh batman and robin and no blade and spider-man let's see i'm gonna look it up right at this moment (laughs) you going blade or spider-man I am just looking up 90s comic book movies. I want to see the eras because Spider-Man was 02. So I want to see what was between that because all their, because even though it wasn't a comic book movie, the closest thing probably was um, the Matrix. Ooh. Yeah, the Matrix brought sci-fi like pretty. Okay. Uh, and, And do you remember a point because you're from another, you're you're another kid from the Southwest. Do you mm-hmm. remember a point where you would go to the mall and you would see dudes dress in the Matrix trench coat, despite the fact that we are in the Southwest and it is hot as fucking shit, and you do not need a trench coat, dude. Like, it was always it was always that same thing. Of also, you could always when I worked at a grocery store in high school, you could always tell the dudes who were going to rob the place because we had a massive liquor department. It's like it is. I'm in fucking New Mexico, the middle of the desert, and you have the balls to walk in this store in all those giant NFL Raiders jackets and act like you're not hot as fuck. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Yo, can I can I just have like one moment to veer just a little further out and then we'll come back in? Um I read today that apparently in some places teens using because of the face mask orient they're using it to get away with buying alcohol and using fake ids <laughs> and it's like god damn it that is the type of shit that teenagers would come up with that we would have to be fucking deal with um, yeah but uh anyway back to batman comic or otherwise uh we were trying to figure out what was in between the uh the gap between blade and uh the original uh, spider-man movie hmm because the original was 2002 because i find i find uh i find best of i keep finding best of lists and all this stuff but i'm trying to figure out because i got a bunch of fucking lists <laughs> let me see Ooh, here's a good list. Let me this see all that. changed to just hun- us hunting down comic book, <laughs> comic book yeah. lists. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's happening live. But you know, again, you know, uh, I think where I'm going to end up. This is going to be some kind of a a saying around here with you know a, describing tentacle trainers pretty well. Of just the tentacles go everywhere, man. We we veer mm-hmm. off to different things. We start with one thing and then we we sploosh our ink and then reach out and grab. <laughs> exactly. Nice use of the word sploosh. You're, oh, dude, I've, I'll find any reason to use the word sploosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's S-P-L-O with the umlaut over it. <laughs> umlaut. <laughs> sploosh. There were so many comic book movies oh, and also X-Men, like man. makeshift. The first X- X-Men. X-Men was the gap, right? What year? 2000 is when the first X-Men movie come, came out. And I remember going to see that with like um like a family friend and like I remember being like that was dope. I want everything about that. Um fun fact, the dude who plays Toad also plays Darth Maul. Oh yeah, um uh he's Ray, Ray Park. Yeah, I think he's been yeah. playing Darth Maul lately voice-wise. Have you seen you seen um fanboys right um yes but it has been years i like well, i remember the plot we should rewatch it because like it, it, it's so much fun 
But uh, yeah, he shows up. He's a security guard at, at Lucas Ranch, dressed as one of like the guards from uh, THX 1138. <laughs> Him and Craig Robinson. Let's see. Oh my gosh. Okay, so everybody drags Daredevil, the the Ben Affleck one, which was 2003. Mm-hmm. It, it, the comic book movies got off to a rocky start. Well, Spider-Man is what kicked all that off. They kicked off Marvel. Everyone going, yeah. what else does Marvel got? After, well, no, Blade did it, but Spider-Man really launched it to where they did Daredevil and Fantastic Four and or, um, anything Daredevil else they could Hulk. fucking release. Um, yeah. Well, here's the thing is, they did all those, and Daredevil didn't seem to do well. And maybe it's just more of they needed something to um, promote, uh, what's her name? Uh, Jennifer Gardner. But, like... Then they made the Electra movie, which I I I it, it I don't I remember the tattoo dude being cool, but that's about it. That a dude who had like all his tattoos come to life, and they were all those like you know Japanese style like animals. Sorry, there? technical difficulty. Oh, <laughs> I saw. Fine. I was like, I saw an issue. I was like, oh shit, because I saw, I saw you go blank as I was reading something. <laughs> well, then I was like, I started looking for shit in my room to like write. I can't hear you because I like started pointing to the thing, and then <laughs> I was like, shit, I have nothing to write on. Like, why do like? No, I went looking. I went looking. <laughs> I fell into another list, and when I clicked on it, your uh, screen went away. And then I didn't hear anything. I'm talking away, and I don't like what's happening. So I looked at you. you just looked blank. <laughs> yeah, but no, that was my fault. There was a technical difficulty on uh, on my part over here, and <laughs> I lost us because uh, we, as usual, the tentacles went to another place, and uh, <laughs> yeah. they went too far. They went Sploosh. too far. Sploosh. Sploosh. <laughs> Umla oosh. <laughs> um. But, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go make. That's gonna be our next logo up. Just the <laughs> blue octopus, blue squid. <laughs> just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. We're gonna have to adapt those little squids from uh, Mario Brothers without getting sued by Nintendo and Miyamoto. <laughs> Is it? Well, it can just be the like, um, like I remember someone being like, you know, when people would do the like awkward turtle shit and whatnot, like when shit got awkward, um. I remember what? Doing... <laughs> Explain. Okay, so this may be one of those things of like, it, it, I, I don't know if our audience knows this, but I, I, I am a former frat boy. I like to think of myself as frat boy light. And sometimes there's certain cultural isms that I don't know if they were widespread or if it's like, nah, dude, you hung out with a bunch of weirdo frat kids and sorority girls. Um, but like, I remember there being... Uh, like, you know, when something was real awkward, like, you know, you're at a party and, like, a dude walks in with his girlfriend. His ex walks in with her new boyfriend. And then her other ex walks in with his girlfriend. And all six of them are there. And the rest of us kind of look at each other and we just go, Awkward turtle. And it's kind of dude. <laughs> you're doing this hand gesture where one hand lays over the other and you're wiggling your 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 thumbs around. Yeah. Why, why a turtle? Because like I don't remember exactly where it started. Like I think actually it started in high school and like it just kept going. But I just remember if like things were awkward. It's it was the way that like when you're looking around at people, you could just be like, yo, awkward turtle. And it's just like, yeah, like we don't we don't want to make it weirder by acknowledging openly that it's awkward. Um, but of course, and I think high stoner, like um, college kids just like came up with more. Cause I do remember one of the ones that I thought was cool was like the awkward balloon where it's just a balloon and you let it go. 
Anyway, back to what we were talking about. Um, yeah, I'd like uh, I, I'd like your stoner ass to recall what we were talking about. Um, I'll be honest, because my stoner ass can't remember. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing: is and maybe this is what what'll make make sure that you know we we stay together is um. <laughs> We have oh yeah, hold on. The thing that, hold on. Right. I'm gonna say the thing that made us mad was the initial conversation was the new 52. I said, yeah, I love the new 52. One of my only complaints really is that it made they started making a lot of heroes or or villains into heroes, which they <laughs> they did that in Marvel as well. And this son of a bitch has the nerve to tell me, oh, I had really no problem with it, and uh, that's what was leading to our podcast divorce. See, we came full <laughs> circle on this because we had to talk about that. You know, the, we but we know we're staying together for the podcast because the podcast needs us at least until it's of age to take care of itself. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why we're talking about Batman forever. <laughs> so it knows the important shit. One exactly. day podcast, one, one one day uh, one day uh, podcast here. We'll just call the uh, uh, Chubbs the ten. It's uh, Chubbs the the young squid here. <laughs> <laughs> he uh he's he, he she it will one day you know uh want to know who who we were because we're going to send it off into the world and it's going to have these recordings yes. and uh it's it, listen to this one in the early early days and know how close to where we're saying fuck it fuck it fuck it all and fuck you you little son of a bitch but you know what i'm here for you we're here for you exactly and then it'll post all the funny shit on twitter and we won't have to do that anymore not that yeah. we posted anything yet, but like when we are posting stuff, like we won't have to do it because, like you know, it'll it makes you don't sense. Know. Hey, 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 man, you don't know. We might have we might have already posted something by the time we get to this episode. So, right. but yeah, now speaking of, that's what we're doing on our Instagram and Twitter. We're going to be chronicling what's going on behind the scenes and how we're getting this uh, sideshow together and uh, these ramblings, and hopefully one day we'll have you know a uh, a pretty. Uh, decent show but as of now it's a uh, uh, two stoners who like to who, who go yeah we're going to talk about a subject today and just go you know hey awkward turtle <laughs> yeah we're here real hard real hard and uh but no it's good because sometimes you find out the things that you thought were cultural norms they, they were not <laughs> you have a lot of those though you you lived you to me i feel you had a very interesting stories from your college days man i didn't go so i love when you tell me college stories you start with something like you very nonchalant you're like well it's an awkward turtle situation and dot dot, dot. i go hold on, hold on i have to explain awkward turtle like you always have something like that it's some euphemism that only you and arizona jew frat boys knew <laughs> Yo, I gotta be honest with you, there are certain things that, like, I think back on of, like, words we use, and it's just like, yeah, that's fucking dumb. <laughs> like, that's fucking dumb. <laughs> Dude, yeah, there's a there's a lot of stuff that I, I like, have kicked out of my uh, vernacular, but yeah. there's a lot of shit that keeps creeping back in sometimes, and I'll go, that, that never sounded right. <laughs> right. It's, well, and then it'll pop up into your vernacular, and you'll be like, where did that come from? I haven't thought about trying to use that word in years. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, I'm trying to think of a good example, but usually, cause like, <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah, man. But, uh, I think, the I think that's enough of these shenanigans for this yeah. week. Um, but next time we get together, uh, we'll, Probably. We'll plan something out. Maybe we'll maybe we'll somehow figure out how to get a uh, get a uh, a Batman Forever commentary going. <laughs> right. We'll see what kind of food goes with Batman or drink goes with Batman. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. All right, we're gonna make a Batman menu, and it's gonna have to be themed to it all. Oh my god! Yeah, and you gotta name it like the same way Batman names all this shit. Like w- one of my personal favorites that came out of New Fifty Two was a uh, radiation suit that he calls the Hazbat suit. Like H-A-Z-Bat <laughs> suit instead of Hazmat suit. <laughs> I wish I wish everyone could see the face I'm making at you right now. I'm just, I can't believe. He, he does. Uh, uh, on, that, on that note, no, no more. No, no more of you. 
No more of you. <laughs> well, on that on that note, for the tentacle trainers, I'm Jason. I'm Grant. Go do an awkward turtle. <laughs> Have a good one. Later. <laughs> <laughs>